both in Italy and in southern France, in the port cities of uh, Marseille, the Corsican Mafia was hired by the CIA to break strikes by communists uh, in the immediate post-war period to beat back the same communist swells that were buffeting Italy. And those, play, those, uh, those mobs, the mobs that the U.S. hired to help rig the election in Italy and the mobs that they hired in France to break the strikes, became, in the post-war period, the preeminent heroin traffickers in the, in the world trafficking Turkish heroin through what uh, the, the French connection. Everyone remembers the movie. Uh, that was, that's this, these, the, that's those guys. The guys from the French connection are the ones we hired to break the strikes in Marseille after the war and the pizza connection, which went to, um, which was another huge network of mob controlled uh, heroin distributors through pizza restaurants. That was from Italy. So once again, this is a thing there. You cannot deny that the U.S. had the relationship with these mobs and that at the same time they were doing these things for us, they were making all this money in heroin. There's no inherent, I can't necessarily tell you that I know for sure that the CIA was involved in the heroin trade by these, carried out by these organizations. But I do know that clandestine operations require clandestine funding because if people can't, people can't see where the money is going, because that defeats the entire purpose, which means you need black money. And there's one thing to skim from existing budgets, but it's much, much easier to grab from funds that are never accounted for in the first place. And there's no better place than that to find untraceable cash that can be put to any kind of use you want than the drug trade. And the third piece of the puzzle, you got the money, you got the manpower. How do you distribute it? You need money laundering and we'll talk more about this later but i'll just establish at this point that uh one of the chief there were a number of institutions that were created in the post-war era to launder money from drug deals to uh media outlets to clandestine terrorist organizations to buy weapons with to bribe politicians with and a lot of that money during this period was laundered through banks associated with the Vatican. And that ended up being, uh, the Vatican Bank ended up being the reason that we know any of this because it was in the 80s, it was a scandal with the Vatican Bank that led to the discovery of everything that I'm going to talk about here. Uh, so we'll talk more about that. But that, So that's the, other, that's the other functional element of Gladio as a, as a machine. So getting back to those, connected dudes who ran the thing not the foot soldiers in the mob or the the black shirts but the guys who were making decisions these are your social elite who you'd expect high level military people high level members of the clergy um uh, people in the political establishment people in the media establishment essentially the the stakeholders of uh italy's post-war republican government and the way they organized themselves so that they could have at least a public face and, and be able to operate in the halls of power basically by tapping people and inducting them within their group, they created a secret society. And so they made a Masonic lodge that they called P2, which stands for Propaganda Due, which is Italian for two, Propaganda Two, which is the name of a... Uh, 19, very famous 19th century Italian uh, Freemasonic Lodge. 
And so this Freemasonic Lodge became the place where people would be identified as part of the elite, uh, approached, inducted, and then given the secrets to, and then given part of the administration of. The classic compartmentalized secret organization. And that was what cre- what coordinated and governed the actions of this organization. Uh, and it should be noted that there were proven to be a number of high-ranking Catholic prelates, including a number of cardinals, to be members of the P2 Lodge, which is directly in conflict with canon law, which strictly forbids any Catholic clergyman to be a member of the Masons. So whatever they were doing with Gladio was way more important to these guys than obeying the letter of the law when it came to, oh, I don't know, God's word, 